Braddy Daddy, tell me a little about your post-workout routine. Well, Daniel, the first thing I like to do after I get home is grab a cold white claw, turn on some tunes, and hop in the shower. Same here, Braddy, but there's one part about my shower that makes me really look forward to sliding nude into that hot water, and that's getting clean with one of the many great-smelling bars from CB Soapworks. Not only does this soap smell amazing, but they are completely organic and vegan. So they are great for your skin, and it's made right here in Carolina Beach. If you haven't already, go give them a follow on Instagram at CB Soapworks and message them for an order. And be sure to tell them that you are the product sent you. All right, folks, we are here for another episode of the You Are The Product podcast with special guest host, Abby McClanahan. Round uh, two, guys. I'm round back. two. I'm back. Abby, um, well, Bradley wasn't able to be here tonight. Uh, he got stuck with a client uh, kind of last minute. So uh, I am very excited uh, for the guest that we have today. Kevin English <laughs> is here. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Um I I'll go Kevin, ahead and like I can't even like we have talked all day. I was like Daniel, you got to tone. I gotta I gotta, gotta tone take it easy. your love down for Kevin. <laughs> it's a little bit much. No, uh, as as listeners of the podcast know, um, and I'm Ke- Kevin. I'm sure knows. I I talk about Kevin in a way that uh, <laughs> can make some folks uncomfortable. <laughs> so we, uh, but I will I will address that um, later. But. Um, yeah, we're just we're really happy that you're here. Uh, you've listened to every episode you just told us. I have. Yep. I've so all so of honored. It's for always that. good to have um, a, a listener of the show on um, for her, for an interview. So um, let's just go right out of the gate here. Tell us um, a little oh, bit about you yourself. Talk about why Kevin's on the You Are the Product. Oh yeah, podcast. you're the athlete of the month. Yeah. I am, yeah. Yes. Nominated me, by yeah. Stacy. Yes. Now, now, I am unsure. After texting with Joel, either he has his months off or I have my months off. I thought you were athlete for December, but I think it's actually January. I think it's January. He yeah. officially calls okay. it January. Right. So somewhere we missed a month. But well, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Athlete of the month. Um, so right out of the gate, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started at CrossFit Carolina Beach. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Kevin English. I uh, live here in uh, in the Carolina Beach area. And about a year and a half ago, um, my daughter started looking at um, some CrossFit videos online on YouTube, uh, specifically Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Yes. Uh, yeah. She was just obsessively watching. these. like, Dad, we need to do this. And at the time she was 15 or 16. And yeah, we should do this. And I kept saying, yeah, yeah, we, we should do that sometime. <laughs> And she just kept on and kept on until finally um, we ended up rolling into uh, Carolina Beach CrossFit gym yeah. there. That was the first one. We checked out a couple of them. We we walked in there. Uh, Joel was there. He was there by himself. It was empty. And he was so nice and welcoming. Yeah. Just very, very, you know, if you know Joel, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but just made us feel really at home. Yeah. And we went and looked at a couple other gyms and did not get that same feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the rest was history. We came back, um, I think, maybe the very next day. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And um, we did a free class. I said, yeah, come in. We can do a free class yeah. and yeah. see if you like it. Is that nice? We did. And um, yeah, so we, we jumped so right into it. how long ago was this? 
about a year and a half. Okay. Almost okay. Exactly a year and a half. So you've ago. been doing it um, for about a year and a half. I knew um, when I first met you, I'm um, starting at the Open. We were on the same team, That's and right. and yeah. you had told me that that you guys hadn't been doing it um, for very long. Now Emma is your daughter. Um, you have. Two kids? Yeah, I've got a 23-year-old son and okay. a 17-year-old yeah, right. daughter. Okay, yeah. okay. And does he do CrossFit at all? He does not. No. Okay. Well, the reason I ask is because um, Sunday at the gym, uh, I saw you and you were coming in and I was like, oh, there's Kev. Like, no big deal. He's doing his, he's doing his Sunday afternoon thing. But then uh, Emma came in. Um, yeah. Emma had somebody come with her. Yeah. Um, your sister came. My sister. And another brother, not Dan. Not Dan yeah. English. Okay. Yeah. Another my, brother. My, nep- my nephew. Uh, uh, yeah. It was my nephew. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's like five or six people. Like yeah. You guys yeah. have really made this a family affair. So that I just, I think that's really cool. And seeing um, like in the open, even like Emma hasn't been in there as much working out, but like just seeing like how she pushes you like oh, during yeah. the open, yeah. like mm-hmm. it seems like the family dynamic of it is really important to you. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, obviously it was my daughter that got me in there. And uh-huh. to be honest with you, I, I, I knew what CrossFit was. I've mm-hmm. seen it and heard about it and read it in men's health magazine uh-huh. and stuff like that. Yeah. Knew who Rich Froning was. Um, but it, you know, obviously I hadn't done it and mm-hmm. it was very intimidating to kind of get started, but uh-huh. I've done, you know, I've, I've done a lot of things with, you know, family things. Uh, Emma and I were into rock climbing. She was on a competitive oh, rock climbing very cool. team for a while. Yeah. yeah. So I went with her and just, we'd done, we'd done a bunch of climbing together. And so when she was full into this, I said, sure. I, I mean, you know, she's a teenage girl and she could be doing a lot of other things with a lot of other people. Sure. sure. So I love that. I was just in a hundred percent. And as it turns out, you, you know, a year and a half later, I'm the one that's still here and she's off doing her thing right yeah yeah um, so like so you really... just started doing it and like got the bug it seems like I, I did yeah i think it was you know we were there maybe six months before the first open and i think that's yeah. really what kind of gave me just that actually competing mm-hmm. i really enjoyed that i didn't don't have a you know an outlet for that in other places sure. yeah so that's i think where i really got hooked was probably that first open i think i remember working out with you guys like either like your first or your like one of your really earlier ones because emma i remember because she's so be- like she's so beautifully tiny and she had to yeah. use the smaller 25 pound bar and i think i was using one of those at the same time and i think i admired so much your relationship and how like yeah. you were trying what a lot of parents I think struggle like it's almost like that so those teenagers can be hard yeah. but you were going out of your way to make sure like let's not just do something together but let's do something healthy together mm-hmm. and it was I know it was helping drive her rock climbing too mm-hmm. from that aspect so like talk about how that's like improved or just built on the already re- good relationship you have with Emma yeah and I think also the other thing is that it wasn't my idea it was sure. her idea sure. so that, I think that made a big improvement but yeah I mean to this day I mean it's still something that we share a, a bond with as yeah. CrossFit I mean she asked me all the time she's checking up and she asked me did I PR and yeah. oh, um, when awesome. she comes to the gym and watches me she, you know she's got comments like you need to go faster you need to go harder or if I tell her I can't do something she goes well not with that attitude you can't so she really kind of keeps me in <laughs> she check she needs to be like your coach all she, the time she probably, yeah, yeah she should be so she's still keeping me motivated and it's Good. Still, you know still a bond that we have together that's awesome and uh, we you know we still work out a little bit together but obviously she's not doing the classes as much sure yeah but what is that remember Marissa posted that quote one time that was like 
it, I can't remember the percentages, but like if your children see you be active, yeah. the num- the more yeah, the yeah. more number of parents that are active, the more the child is likely to be active mm-hmm. and yep. healthier and yep. things like that. So I think seeing your dad who wants to do well and push himself makes you want to push yourself because that's the example that you see. And I think that's that's so inspiring. Yeah, I, I'll even go back um, and, and kind of take it outside of CrossFit. I remember the first time I met um, you and Emma and Tara as your wife, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I, the first time I met the three of you was at the CrossFit Carolina Beach Christmas, Christmas party, party downtown at yeah. Poor Taproot. Oh, and yeah, I and I remember, I, remember right. that. I remember I wasn't even doing CrossFit yet. And mm-hmm. like I was I had, mm-hmm. was meeting everybody from the gym that, that night. And I remember telling Abby, I was like, that guy. Um, with the with the teenage daughter, like he he just seemed like a really like yeah. cool guy, and yeah. like that they have like a really close family. So yeah. I, I think that just like seeing that and how you're able to bring your family into something that's important to you, um, I I just think is is really great. Um, and because like Dan's been your brother, he's yep. been coming a lot too. Yeah. So so how is it working out with Dan versus working yeah, out with I, Emma I too? Love it. Yeah. Funny story, Dan probably oh gosh, I was ten was. CrossFit even a thing 10 years ago, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I think a small it was thing. Way back when, he was like, dude, we should." We were doing marathons and triathlons at the time. Yeah. Like, dude, there's this thing, it's called CrossFit, it's really cool. And he kind of explained it to me, and I said, that, that, that sounds wacky. <laughs> sounds, sounds like weird. A, an aerobics cult or something. <laughs> I, I probably wasn't far off, actually. Some people still say uh, that. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Um, but yeah, so he was the one who first, that's the first time I'd ever heard of CrossFit. And oh, wow. here we are maybe 10 years later and we get to we get to work out together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I still have another brother. I'm trying to get in the gym and right. trying to get him. He's the brother that the Reagans know, right? Katie and yeah. Paul know mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I, I mean, I see you and Dan working out together too. And it's, it's just like a whole nother level of like, you know, inspiration and just being able to speak to somebody like you can encourage your friend, but encouraging your, your yeah, sibling or yeah, your brother, awesome, yeah. like pushing each other. Um, cause I like, I know you guys partner a lot when we do partner mm-hmm. workouts and it's just cool to see you guys like doing things together yeah it's just it's just neat to see like it's just something like encouraging about like seeing you like with your brother in there um now so you start a crossfit a year and a half ago the open starts you get the bug i feel like you have ramped up really quick like you now I'm gonna I'm gonna call Don't you embarrass out for, yourself, Daniel, for your age a little because you do <laughs> compete no, you do right. compete in the masters division. Yeah. Um, you're 55. Yeah. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. So um, never would have thought you that, compete Kevin. in the masters, but even even still, like you, like I just feel like it happened really really quickly, and I actually remember, um, I, like I would see you in the gym. And I'm like Abby, like Kevin, Kevin's gotten really good really fast and then kind of getting into the next uh topic of conversation here we saw a picture of you on facebook <laughs> you're on like some <laughs> camping trip or something and you had your shirt off and i was like abby oh my gosh like kevin you were you were saying those like, are your goals for your yes, future yeah i was like <laughs> kevin's 55 years old he's like out camping or something with his family with the shirt off and and he looks fantastic. So to not make people uncomfortable, I want to explain like why I'm bringing this up. So for a lot of people with CrossFit, like it's kind of in two different camps. You have people that work out at the gym and that just care about how they look. And then you have people that are like, nope, like I don't really care. I just want to get like the most out of the workout that I can. So I want to hear from you, like your perspective on it. Like is the... Is the appearance aspect of it important to you or is it just like I'm just trying to crush it when I'm in there? 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. The I guess the whole appearance aesthetic side is for me was a, a kind of like a, a side effect. Oh, of, like a byproduct. Yeah. A byproduct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just came in and. You know, when I first started, all I really wanted to do was not be last in, uh-huh. in my wads. And yeah. I was last on all my wads when I first started. Because that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, so, I, And I've gotten to have that competitive drive anyway. But no, it's um, the performance side has always been what I'm chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly it's made a huge difference in, yeah. in my appearance. Um, I feel like at 55, I might possibly be as fit as I've ever been ever in my been. entire life. That's, that's amazing, awesome. man. That's I think that's how Daniel, I mean, we're, I mean, Daniel, I'm 30 and Daniel will be 32 in March. And I, this is the first time in my whole life I've ever worked out consistently, yeah. much less consistently for a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah. And like, the lack of when and we were even talking about health what like feeling healthy being less sick mm-hmm. like just no like we're kind of looking around with everybody getting sick and we're like you know knock on wood whatever right. but it's like I, daniel was like i really think this has this is an impact this is a factor along with you know eating well and all this stuff so yeah. it's it's almost like that's motivational too to keep doing what we're doing i agree wholeheartedly yeah I mean, yeah that, that just really keeps you going when you walk around you feel strong and capable yeah and confident mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then that just kind of it creates this positive cycle that's sure. upward oh, that's spiral, so to speak. Yeah. And yeah. So I was ha- actually, um, sorry, didn't no, mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I just uh, have so many questions. No, I know. I was, I was like, actually, I want to kind of dig into that a little bit and, and see what you think. Because like recently, one thing I've been listening to is that um, there are some like psychological folks that say that we have like two like versions of ourself. We have the experiential self and the narrative version of ourself. And so like when you're, when we're in there doing that workout we did today, like when I'm in the middle of doing like 15 bar facing burpees, I'm not like, Oh man, (laughs) this is, this is great. Like in that, while I'm experiencing that, it's like, it's rough. But afterwards I'm like, no, like I did that today. I finished doing something that I didn't want to do. And I think that that carries with it benefits outside of the gym outside of how we look outside of um just other things like i think it builds like a determination and and grit in other areas as well are there like other areas outside of the gym that you've seen um crossfit develop that in you specifically yeah a hundred percent i you know even when i was doing more um endurance type stuff Mm -hmm. um, you know running marathons triathlon type stuff it's that's it's not fun when you're doing it right Right. Mm -hmm. especially late in 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 a metcon or late in one of those events um but that feeling of accomplishment afterwards Mm -hmm. that feeling of hey i I conquered this i I took this on i set up i set out a goal and i I met it or Mm -hmm. exceeded it um or maybe i didn't and i have to try again i think all of that's so character building and it just so obviously bleeds over into other parts of, of your life. I mean, there's a lot of times when the hardest thing I've done in a, in a day or a week is a workout. And that's pretty that's a pretty good place to be, right? Yeah. There's yeah. other times yeah. when you're yeah. facing life's challenges and yeah. just ha- being able to pull back on that reservoir of experience of being uncomfortable, pushing through, and then realizing that on the other side of that, there's, there's rewards that absolutely bleeds through into all of life, I think. Well, yeah. and I think that's one reason why people, especially hyper-competitive people or, you know, or have that in their nature, love CrossFit is because you have the, the number of things that you need to master is exponential. Yeah. Li- there's a lift, there's gymnastic yeah. skills, there's Metcons, there's, you know, all of these things where it's like, it's not like you run and you'll just run and run. It's like you one day, it's a lift that you want to work on. Daniel's still like working on his double unders mm-hmm. and that's been a yeah. goal. So I think for some people like that, that it's, it's that driving where it's like, okay, I'm always, so you, so you lose the boredom aspect because 
there's yes. always something to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I think you're dead on that. That's to me, that's part of the allure of CrossFit is, you know, I completely burned out running in triathlons. I yeah. hate biking. So yeah. made me right off the bat, a lousy triathlete, um, <laughs> but I just kind of burnt out on that long, slow yeah. distance stuff. Yeah. And, and you're really by yourself. Like, you're like, who are you going to talk <laughs> yeah, to? Is, Which yeah. I know I over talked during Don't that get time. Abby alone yeah. with her thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. not get me alone with my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But like, but yeah, it's like you, you don't have anybody like encouraging you or right. talking to no. you yeah. or, you know anything like that so I, I i firmly believe the only reason that i'm still doing crossfit is the community like yeah. the the people yep. you know i see the same people yeah. and if i'm not there they're texting me um we talk about that a lot on here what has the community aspect been like for you yeah so that was one of the things that really um i was probably the most intimidated by i had oh. done some globo gym stuff but that's where you walk in and you put on your headphones and you don't yeah, talk to anybody yeah, you know exactly um so and i was really hesitant to get in a group class and i don't know why i just had this preconceived notion or something mm-hmm. and it just it, to be honest that was one of the harder things for me to to just get me in the front door um and now it's my favorite thing there yeah i love it I love all the people i love the coaches yeah. yeah i mean it's just it's great um and like you said there there's that accountability mm-hmm. you know if you haven't shown up in a couple of days hey man where you been yeah uh-huh. you sick are you a lot you know it's yeah. mostly concern it's yeah. not like right. finger yeah. wagging yeah. it's like yeah. are you all right do you yeah. need anything but i think that's important yeah and um, i mean i've been to other um i've been to two or three other gyms just like dropping in and like you, you can kind of tell the energy in an environment, you know, shortly after you, after you arrive. And I mean, our, our gym, um, is like, there's just something in the air there with, with the people. It's just a good crew of people. So supportive. I I mean, early, whether, you know, you're horrible or you're, awesome at a wad people are just so supportive Uh um and it's not just the coaches i mean even the people around you the people in the in the class it's a a culture i think it's a culture that has been holding each other up and cultivated yeah i think that's awesome i i have another um we were kind of talking about the um the games what is it called daniel the, the open, the open, God, yeah, the open. So, with you go doing so well so quickly, how did you feel like the open experience was for you from your first open, which was more of like a team open versus the last one where we just did it what two months ago, three months ago? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. How was the experience for you? Um, yeah, so the first one was obviously the the very first yeah. time, and there were things in there I couldn't do. I mean, I just. I, couldn't do some of the things. I think double unders. I yeah. didn't have those, and um, so it gave me an opportunity to work on some things. I can definitely do double unders now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I also failed at handstand push-ups. Yeah, um, which I failed again this last one. So I guarantee the next, next year when that comes I'm up, write that I will down somewhere, be able to Kevin. do handstand push-ups. It's one of the things I'm working on now. Um, but yeah, in, in my age bracket, I, I did pretty well. I did I did pretty good in the very first one. Awesome. And, um, pretty good in this last one yeah. so my goal is to be in the top 200 which will put me into the sanctional uh, you, and oh you're going to pursue that and go after oh the, yeah no i was awesome, 305th 306th this I, year yeah so. you, wow i didn't I, know I, that you didn't tell me well, that daniel i heard joel mention it um because you know kevin's not gonna talk about it i know about i know himself. well i was gonna I say know. you're being modest because yes. you I, i'm glad that you said where you finished because i was just there um doing it one Monday night because we weren't able to be there that weekend. Oh, yeah. And Joel was looking through ranks was rankings with somebody, and he was like, Kevin is, like, really doing well 
um, That's you so know, so man, if we're going to get behind that, I'm going to yeah, like dude. champion I, that all day yeah. long. Next, man, next I, I think you've got that in you. Yeah. Um, oh no, I've, it's going to happen. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. it so much. Discussion there. Yeah. Yes. I love it, man. And like the amount of dedication that you have to it too. Uh, I know that like, uh, when we were talking the other day, me and Paul were giving you a hard time about like how much you have to eat. Just like yeah. the amount of calories that you're burning on a daily basis yeah. and just, but like you have that discipline that like, I mean, it's obvious like you've got your eye on the prize and you're, you're going for it. So we're, we are all behind you. 100%. Um, Do you think you've made it that in that sense, it's become almost like a hobby or it's just like the strict motivation of like a goal being accomplished? No, I think it's a whole lifestyle and it is, yeah. you know, it's more than a hobby. It's, you know, it's a very clear goal and I, okay. I work better when I have clear goals. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, that one's a little bit, I like something that's definable and measurable and that's sure. definable and measurable, but you know, somewhat a placing's pretty arbitrary, right? A whole yeah. bunch of really good old people could show up and <laughs> maybe I don't make it, but um, that's, you know, I'm, I'm confident that I will. And that's another thing that keeps me motivated, right? To, really work hard and push when I don't feel like pushing. Yeah. Um, you say quote unquote old people who are like doing way better than Daniel and I would do. So I don't like the, well, I don't turns like out there's some really fit. 55 oh my year olds gosh. Walking around there, the 55 to 59 Is there so. anybody else that's in masters that John Pio? I was going to say, I, was, I didn't so, want to yeah. say that and he not be old enough and yeah. then like get myself in trouble. Yeah, so he and I, I are thought, just about the same age oh, and we're going to start working out together a little that's bit. Cause he, they're here full time now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so glad they're back now. Yeah. Like full time here full time do you have any other like hobbies that you guys do we like to like get to know people on the yeah, podcast, I, like outside I, I the enjoy gym. being outdoors i like to fish i like to surf a boat i've got um i spend a lot of time with my dogs but really yeah um crossfit's probably the biggest obsession if you will yeah. well, you did a dog show recently right I did, yeah. Yeah. Was that? it was amazing i've done a couple of them now That's i have awesome. a um scottish deer hound he just turned a year old That's so so cool. oh i remember when you got and, yeah was it a, it's a him right it's a him yeah, yeah i remember when you got him that's yeah, awesome so i've taken him out and showed so yeah i, I do that as well that's cool what's his name um, rye rye cool Mm -hmm. there's a documentary that just came out about like dog shows and like everything that goes into it i haven't watched it yet but um, bill simmons produced it so we'll have Uh, to watch it but well um, the best documentary is best in show i don't know if you've seen that it's a mockumentary it's by the same people that did spinal tap they're making fun of dog shows and that's the best documentary okay that's so So funny if you want to check one out that's a good one we'll have to do that one of our um i know it's a lot the the director of the pt program that i went to he was he showed um karen terriers and uh bernie's mountain dogs and yeah. his i think that was like his wife's full-time job was to keep the dogs because they oh, breed yeah, it no, and the people that are really hardcore they bred into it, and sold and yeah. showed and i was like wow like that's all that they did yeah. and that's that's pretty cool where did where did he come from he came from all the way from Utah. That's awesome. Wow. So did he do well at it, in his yeah, shows? Yeah, he, um, uh, let's see if I'm going to get this right. He was oh, we won't know the difference. reserve okay. in, the, in his last that sounds show. really good. Basically, it was second place. I don't <laughs> oh, know okay. I just say he was second place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. We don't we don't know the underground dog show lingo like, yeah, like some people yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> Tate, do you want to do a little bit about Kevin, just like where he grew up, that kind of stuff? We yeah, because we're already about. we're already at like the the twenty minute mark here. It went yeah, fast. I want to hear like about where you grew up, where you came from, college, what you do for yep. work, all this cool stuff. All right. So I was born in California, in Santa Monica, California. Um, moved away from there as a as a young kid, and uh, moved to Pennsylvania with my family. We had a big. Um, 
uh, beef cattle farm. So I grew up on a farm. Oh, uh, sweet. Lot, very rural, lots of rolling bales of hay and yep. taking care of animals, stuff like that. So that was a good background um, for work ethic and whatnot. Um, my parents moved down here in, uh, I guess, 82. And I, okay. I was a senior in high school, so I stayed and just finished my last yeah. year. Yeah. But down here I, as in like Wilmington? Wilmington oh, okay, yeah. cool. So then yeah. um, I, I came down in 82 and been here off and on ever since. Um I uh, went to school at UNCW. Oh, cool. Um, spent some time um, actually in the Caribbean. Lived there for a little over, I don't know, two years-ish. Wow. Uh, and two Very different cool. stints. So I spent some time just kind of traveling and bumming around down there. But also, um, second time I went down there, I went down there with my wife. We actually got married down there. Oh, we had cool. our son down there in St. Thomas. Okay. Um, so that was pretty cool. Sweet. Um, Man. See, these are the things you don't know unless yeah. you ask. I've been married for 20, 24 years, I guess. Um, That's awesome. And I work as a for a company called E Plus. I'm a technology salesperson. Okay. I just hit 20 years doing that. Oh, awesome. Good. good for you, man. Time, yeah. So how has that changed like with the technology over the last 20 years, like the selling aspect? I can't imagine like well, how different it's been. Yeah, sales are pretty much sales. Yeah. Um, and I, I really don't like technology. It doesn't float my boat at all. Yeah. I, I wish I sold something else, yeah. but that's what I do. I'm yeah. fairly successful or fairly good at it, I suppose. That's good. Um, so, but yeah, the technology is, that part is just ridiculous how it changes. How much, how different. Fortunately, I'm the sales guy and I've got some really smart engineers that keep yeah. up with all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So really, I just need to know enough to be dangerous. Yeah. And when somebody asks me a question that makes me look like a deer in the headlights, I just say, it sounds like you have an interest in that. Let me bring in this yeah. person to yeah. talk to you. Let me, yeah. let me get the expert me, for yeah, you. Let me get a smart guy yeah, to talk to. Yeah, to talk about it. That's, That's awesome. so great. Well, um, we'll just go ahead and, and wrap it up here. Um, just so really like... I wanted to talk about with you the things that um, I admire most about you as yeah. as a person and, and what I've gotten to know from you. And so we we talked about your family. We talked about just your dedication, your desire to CrossFit. And we, we've talked about your goals and achieving those. And I, I just want to let you know that um, we I admire you for, for that and just where you are and um, you truly are an inspiration to to me and, and to Abby as well. Yeah, so, 100%. Um, even, um, you know, just as a kind of message to everybody, like even if you don't think people are, are watching you, they are. And I, yeah. think, I think Kevin is a good example of somebody who just with practices what he preaches. Um, 100%. And, uh, we just thank you for, for being a part of the gym and, and for coming on today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. All right.